You're listening to the Better Together podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Free Will Baptists. Welcome to the Better Together podcast, where we look for ways we can work together to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, we have with us Pastor Barry Long. He pastors in Kentucky at Heritage Free Will Baptist Church, and he's going to talk a little bit about how he ended up in Kentucky at the Heritage Free Will Baptist Church. And so, uh, Pastor Barry, thank you so much for being with us today, my friend. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Now, I already see something that makes me ask questions. You're in Kentucky. Uh, They do have blue. Um, I will be honest, I'm more of a fan of red, but you've got a lot of red up on your wall, Alabama. How in the world does a fellow that's got all this Alabama paraphernalia, how's he end up pastoring the church in Kentucky? What has happened there, uh, Pastor Barry? It is such an amazing God-inspired story. There's just no other way to actually say that. Um, When we were in Florida, we felt like our time there was done and we were praying about a new direction. Uh, And we thought we had a plan on where we would go. And uh, I was asked to fill out the pastor placement program and, and I filled that out. Uh, And then Dr. Tim York called me and said, Hey, I think, I've got a church that you would really, you know, mesh with. I think everything looks really good on paper. He said, I will send you uh, the information and you can look over it. And I said, well, (laughs) I said, well, where is this church at? And he said, it's in Kentucky. And I'm like, "Hmm, Kentucky, I, I don't know anything about Kentucky, but bluegrass and bluegrass isn't my favorite style of music. And I said, I just don't think an Alabama boy would fit in Kentucky. So let me stop you for a minute. You did that questionnaire. It's pretty thorough questionnaire. And sometimes guys look at that and they're like, I'm not going to do that. Or I don't believe that. Did you like just get excited and couldn't put the questionnaire down and, and, and got just love completing all that? I actually like doing stuff like that because it allows you to put it on paper. Uh, and I think one of the things is if you just go into a church, I mean, I mean, we know pastors at this candidating, they're, they're going to preach their, their best sermon. They're not going to preach one that they struggle with it. They're going to kind of pull it out of the file most of the time. Uh, so normally it's when you go in there, the church can kind of like you based upon your style in that moment. But what this questionnaire does is it kind of strips all of that away to see what makes this work. And what I kind of tell our church is I'm not a perfect pastor and this isn't a perfect church, but man, it brought us together to serve a perfect God. And so they did the questionnaire as well. As if uh, people haven't seen it or not, they can go on nefwb.org and slash. It's on the refresh page, and so they you can see the what the uh, pastor completes. You can see what the church completes. So you got a lot of information about the church too. That uh, Dr. York said, "Hey, I think this would be a good fit." How was that information helpful when you were in the beginning process of all of this? Ah. Uh... I took his his advice about saying it, but deep down, I, I was I was unsure of it. I mean, because this is something new that we haven't done as a denomination. I was, I just didn't see how we would fit. Because uh, I'm just looking from the outside, uh, looking in, and I'm thinking, I just I, I don't want to go to Kentucky. I don't think this is going to be a fit. And then when we we looked over the paperwork, I, I looked at what Doctor York sent me, and I'm like you know, this, this isn't what I'm expecting. 
so then the next process is after he sent them my resume, they called us. And that very first meeting, it did not feel like an interview at all. It felt like I was just sitting down talking to friends. Uh, and I go in and I tell my wife and I'm like, Jess, her, her name is Jessica. I've called her Jess our whole life. We've been together 27 years of marriage, but we've dated for over 30, been together for over 30. And I was like, Jess, I, I'm, I'm thinking Kentucky, there may be something to this. And she was like, Kentucky. Uh, so uh, I had another meeting with them and it went really well. And they called us and said, we would like for you to come up and uh, you know, she still had some reservations. She didn't see, I, I showed her the paperwork, but she didn't have, you know, she didn't, when she read it, she said, okay, it sounds good on paper, but you know how people can be on paper. Uh, but when we got here, it was like the perfect fit. We just knew in our hearts, there was, there was just so much confirmation. And I think it all revolved around how we took that, that, that questionnaire, because one of the things that really stood out to me is like, where do you draw the line? Like, what is one of the things that you won't budge on as far as change uh, that you say this is this has to be in place or this cannot be? And then also with the church, it was said, what was one of the things you're in a passion? You say this cannot change. And when if you shift everything down, what they said about could not change and what I said about could not change it actually coincided. And, uh, uh, you know, music is always a big issue. What they said about music and what I said about music kind of coincided. Uh, so it was like, you know, maybe there is something to this and there's more to it than, than what I'm thinking. And I'm telling you, uh, Dr. Moody, this is, and I say this, I've been in some incredible places and I've met some fantastic people, even being a missionary that has a piece of my heart that I can never remove, but I don't think I have felt more at home than what I feel here in Ashland, Kentucky. And it just, and I really do accredit it to the fact of that questionnaire because it kind of got a lot of stuff out of the way uh, and it allowed us to just focus on, okay, if this is what God wants, then let's let him work through it. The questionnaire doesn't remove God. It just allows us to get more in tune to what God is doing and allows us to kind of mesh together. Because if, if I was one way uh, on a certain area and the church was a completely opposite way, even though maybe they liked our message, even though we may have clicked down the road, that would have caused an issue. And I feel like what this pastor placement does is it allows us to create longevity within the pastoral ministry. That way, you know, okay, these are some things that I, I am adamant that we have to do. These are some things that I can, you know, kind of sway. It's not that important. It's more of a preference than I believe what helps us meet the, the community. And what the pastor placement program does is it allows us to kind of say, this is where we are as a church. This is where I am as a pastor. Let's see if we can't come together and make this work. And so a lot of times we're in, you know, as a pastor, I'm into a church and I'm going along and then I find out, oh, we've got a problem with this. And same yes. thing for church. Oh, you know, we didn't know you were going to go in this direction or do that. I think what I hear you saying is we know what it is that's really important and yes. some of these are you know people always say well the bible's important and this is important but um i think you're alluding to those non-negotiables that that yes. they ask about and so everybody knows where folks stand i think it's also interesting you're thinking okay i'm from alabama and this is kentucky a lot of times we've got more in common with someone in a completely different state and uh, it looks like that's kind of what happened here but 
how how in the world have they handled this whole Alabama business? You know, those Kentucky people very serious uh, about all that. How has that worked for you? We we what I love about it is uh, we love to aggravate and we love on each other, but it is it doesn't feel like I've been here a year. It feels like I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's what the the pastor placement program actually does is it it really allows you to know where you fit. Like we haven't lived in a small town since 2002. Uh, so it was outside Dothan, Alabama in a little bitty town called Springfield, Alabama. And uh, ever since then, we lived outside Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, and then Miami, Florida. So transitioning to a small town, we had some apprehensions, like, how is this going to work? We're used to a, a big city. And, and I think that's some of the things that the, the pastor placement program does, because most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, churches and pastors has a disagreement over preferences more than they do the, 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 the Bible. And that preferences is what draws pastors to come sometimes feel like they need to move or the church feels like they need to move on. But the pastor placement program, it kind of lays those preferences out. And you're, you can actually add, you have that paper in front of you. So you can ask about those preferences. Are these hard lines or is this something that you're willing to walk through? So being from Alabama, I mean, they give me a hard time, uh, but I, I wouldn't have it any other way because I really do feel at home. That's good. And um and and it's it's just working is what I hear you saying, Pastor Barry. It's it, it's working. It is working. And so uh, you've seen you've seen things take off as far as Sunday school and uh, all of that's happening for you right now. So uh, I just encourage you to enjoy enjoy the ride. And uh, we're thankful for Heritage Church. We're thankful for their willingness to participate in this process. And we're thankful for what you've done. Uh, you were one of the early on folks that did this uh, and we really appreciate you um, and your wife for being willing to take this journey my friend I think if I could give any advice to any pastor that may be watching this uh, one of the things that I would say is do you do bathe it in prayer I mean you you pray and you ask God to really direct you but it also gives you an inside look to the church you see what they value uh, for instance Heritage values missions, man. That's that's a that's near and dear to my heart, uh, especially being a former missionary. Uh, missions is very important to me. So if if you, missions is something that's important to you, and that's not an area that the church, it's not that they are not for missions, but if it's not in their budget or they're not working it, that's something you're going to have to work toward. Well, that's something you can ask that in the very beginning. Some churches just don't think about, hey, we can actually put missionaries in our budget. They, and it's, it doesn't mean you have to start large. It just means you have to start. Well, when I saw that Heritage was adamant about their missions, that, that intrigued me. Uh, another thing is I was a youth pastor for over 17 years. Youth ministry is very important. They really value, they have a, a strong budget toward their missions. And we have done VBS for the past two years. I've only been here a year, but I got here like right on the beginning of our VBS. And from that, we have seen, uh, we had one family become heavily involved in the first year. This second year, we've had four uh, become heavily involved. Uh, And it's not a numbers thing, uh, but I don't know if it's okay if I say this, like this past Sunday, we were just, I'm just in awe. I mean, I'm just in awe of what God does. We had 99 for Sunday school, 198 for morning worship, 110 for Sunday evening and 115 for Wednesday. 
and and I look at it and I'm thinking, I don't even know how to do this. And I'm just amazed that God is allowing me to, to enjoy it. That's good. Well, brother, we're so happy for you. We're so happy for Heritage. Uh, uh, we're so happy to see what's happening for the kingdom and how you all are reaching your community with the gospel. Uh, thank you so much, Pastor Barry. Thank you for sharing this with us. Thank you for your willingness to step out and try something different. Uh, and it's exciting to see what the Lord is doing. It, it really is. Thank you for having me on and thank you for giving me the opportunity to, to share how God took something that I never dreamed possible, possible living in Kentucky and I would not want to be anywhere else. Absolutely. Good. That's wonderful. Hey, and we want to thank you too for listening today. Maybe you know someone that would benefit from this podcast. Please take it. Please share it with them. Remember, every little thing we do, it really does matter. It makes a difference. As we do all come together and work together, we are better together. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you.